0: There are four teams left in the National Football League's playoffs. They call these championship games. They're a big deal, Moan. They don't. This is the only sport where they call these championship games.
1: They are, Well, that's because you are somewhat winning your division, that side of the the, the conference championship for you, right? So it's mm-hmm. kind of fair to say that. And of course, it's the big one. It's not like a seven-game series. It's not like you know a playoff or anything like that. Best of five? No, it's the one to get you to the actual big championship weekend man so three football
0: games left in the NFL season what, what what you think about that though what I think is that it sure is an interesting field that's left behind and I gotta I gotta admit to you Moan the whole weekend every yeah. single play all I kept thinking to myself is could the Steelers make that play or could they not <laughs> make that play did you do
1: that too I did do that I don't <laughs> Yeah, I did, man. And I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I was after the game, I had thoughts that we'll share on here. At least I will bring it up in some context. Um, I watched at the quarterback play with most of them. I thought that was relevant as heck. Um, I had a lot of questions. Oh my gosh! This one particular game. This one particular game, right? Wide right again in Buffalo. Oh. You almost feel sorry for them. You almost, almost the base, feel sorry. The fan base, the team, like the fan base is what you're speaking of, right? Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. It's a rough group.
0: It's it, a rough group.
1: And, and they got to go the extra mile to do crazy stuff in Buffalo to stay in it because if you want to talk about a beaten down, and I'll never feel sorry for another fan base. I just need y'all to know that. Ever feel sorry for the fan base. Ever. This is what sports is about. We are supposed to hate the other side. This is the only way in life I think you should be able to hate something, and that's in sports. Is that
0: fair, DK? It's so fair. You're <laughs> the one who signed up to come in here. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. <laughs> it, you it knew exactly. You knew exactly what the chances were when you walked in.
1: You did, DK, and some people can even change fan bases. I've seen that. Laurie. you're completely right. The Lions finally got it right, correct? So I know the Lions shouldn't feel sorry for anybody. And Pittsburgh never feels sorry for anybody. But as far as the fan base, what they got to endure when it comes down to what the Bills have had to endure and live through, four Super Bowl losses in a row franchise quarterback pit of misery whatever you want to call it uh but this past weekend zero sympathy don't be making the barber mad over
0: there ah
1: i got it you know why you know why Hmm. he wants to be mad Hmm.
0: because
1: i'll bring that out Uh uh-huh smiling
0: bell dk here we go let's go Monday afternoon everybody this is the Ramon Foster show starring the one and only Ramon Foster 11 year starting guard in the National Football League all 11 of those for the Pittsburgh Steelers I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports here in downtown Pittsburgh and my goodness what a weekend it was for football but especially that game in Buffalo that just didn't it moan from the very beginning have the feel like this is one of those there's no way you can miss out on
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not, man. A phenomenal weekend, DK, all the way through. Even when Baltimore started to blow out uh, the Texans, it's like I was still engaged. Whenever Detroit, to that same point, started to run away from Tampa at some point, and it still was a close game, but you knew the game was over with, right? Like, as so many storylines throughout the entire weekend, and and one in particular. I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun, DK, just a little bit, man, and say – This weekend, I looked at now the Final Four, and honestly, it was only one team that I side-eyed somewhat. Two teams. Two teams now. Uh, That I put on the outside, technically, that they're still looking in, was probably, I'm getting there, Texans and Tampa Bay. But, But everybody else, I looked at their rosters and compared it to the Steelers and said, I don't don't know if Pittsburgh has the roster yet to compete at this level. And I think there's a lot of great players in Pittsburgh. Well, a lot of good players. Cam, TJ, greats, right? We can already say that stuff. Um, But you looked at it, DK, and at least me from the humble side of it, and said Pittsburgh got a lot of good, but I don't know if they're that good to go this far as these other teams. Aside from a rookie quarterback in Houston, And having Baker Mayfield be your quarterback in Tampa, right? Those are the only two.
0: Yeah, I I think, you know, I was looking at it more from the standpoint of the teams that the Steelers had just faced. Because I I really wanted to get the feel for the, the way that the Steelers believed in themselves and felt like they were getting something going over those final three regular season games. And really even carrying over into the into the one playoff game in Buffalo. So I wanted to just look at Baltimore and and Buffalo yeah. and see how they did and how they looked another against another opponent. And, you know, here they were. The, the Steelers were a touchdown back of yeah. Buffalo in the fourth quarter, you know, and the Steelers are missing how many of their defensive guys. I, I'm, I'm really tired of hearing about how Baltimore arrested Roquan Smith against the Steelers, okay? The Steelers had all kinds of guys either out or should have been out. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And and I looked at that, and I know everyone wants to condense it down to just quarterbacks, okay? And you can do that. And look, it's a matchup of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, okay? Yeah. There's, there's 30 teams that aren't going to win that argument, <laughs> right? Right, 100%, DK. <laughs> okay. 100%. <All> right. <laughs> but – you know, Mahomes might not win the Super Bowl. Allen definitely won't win the Super Bowl. Allen's definitely not ever won the Super Bowl. He hasn't. Hadn't even been close, really. No. Mm-mm. And and it's – it's there's more to the game. The quarterback is the most important position and by far, as we saw with Pittsburgh this year. But, man, there's just more to the game. But that's the other thing,
1: too, we're speaking about the quarterback. We're looking at the Final Four now, B – Be Lamar Jackson, 32nd overall. Patrick Mahomes was 11 or 12, if I'm not mistaken. Lamar Jackson was 32. Remember, Lamar sat in that green room, y'all, and got passed on by everybody. And him with his head in his hands with this, I think his mom, last guy off the board. Now, granted, that was the number one pick for them, or he was still a first-round pick for them. But Lamar Jackson, there was 31 other teams that passed up on him. And then you got literally Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy being the guy. So when we're talking about the other quarterbacks that was in this race, yes, you had the number one, a number one guy, and uh and, and CJ Stroud, of course. But we look at the one guy in particular to me, and that's Josh Allen. That's the Buffalo Bills. That's Philadelphia, also, right? And I know they got a oh. second round quarterback, too. But th- here's the thing, right? And I think Josh Allen did his thing, he did. And who is it right now? Chris G. brought it up right now, man. I think it's very relevant. Has thrown for 300 yards per game along with 20-plus touchdowns and one interception against the Chiefs. Here's the thing, though, too, when we're speaking about these teams that have actually made it to this Final Four of the playoffs. The franchise quarterback, and I think this is where we're, the importance of the conversation of the quarterback has to take a narrower lane, DK. And I've said this before, we watch watched these guys do work. Franchise quarterbacks is responsible for half the games, maybe plus or minus one or two games, right? If you're telling me my franchise guy out of 17 games is getting me eight wins by himself, nine, maybe 10 in a really good year for the quarterback, like Lamar Jackson, right? Probably the league MVP this year. The team, the team is supposed to win the other half of them. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) That's defense. And special teams, which we lacked as far as the planning goes, I know a lot of people brought that up, right? The special teams are supposed to make a play like that. And then, of course, coaching plays a part in it too. But if you look at what Josh Allen did, to me, I feel like he's checking the box on everything he's supposed to. So you look at, at Buffalo and their shortcomings, right? Buffalo and their shortcomings was, where was Stefan Diggs?
0: Oh, I know where he was. He was at the other end of a pass that should have had Josh Allen prematurely inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh my god. And there and, and we're talking about the kicker the next day. Uh uh. Uh uh. Everything about that play was so beautiful and so pristine and theoretically to the correct target. Yeah. But Diggs shows up. It's not just that drop. Because that thing went right through his hands. It's that this was three, he had three catches in the game? Three. Yes. On yes. a day when, 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 when Allen is making passes like that last touchdown one? Are you kidding me? Come on, DK.
1: So if I, if I said the quarterback's supposed to win half, right? And then the rest of the team's supposed to hold their on, okay, the play that could have uh, got them the lead in the game, you had his left tackle, Deion Dawkins, get hit. And then you had in the end zone, Shakir. Pop up in that window. That if Josh Allen doesn't get hit, it's Shakir touchdown number ten for the bubble. Was easy. that
0: easy? He was did, wide open.
1: So did did Josh Allen hold his own DK? Yes,
0: yes. yes. He, oh, he more than held his own. He, I thought he was extraordinary.
1: He held his own. The fourth down oh. runs that he had. Remember where he pulled out and went down the left on on the tush push. It's beautiful. Like, Beautiful game from him. So I don't even want to mention 72 minimize.
0: yards. He had 72 yards rushing
1: quarterback
0: in a playoff game.
1: In a playoff game. When you talk about Cooks and you talk about all the other players on that squad. uh Davis. I mean, Gabriel Davis, like, all in all, D.K., his tight ends. Then I think Dawson Knox got knocked out of the game for a concussion. But you also had the other tight end that was still available, too. Dalton like Kincaid. When, yep. Dalton Kincaid. Like, so when we look at how this game is so fine, D.K., and Coach T always says, well, it's a fine line from being a pro bowler and being a backup. Or it's a fine line from drinking wine and squashing grapes. Like if Deion Dawkins doesn't get hit, Josh Allen threw that ball in that window to where Shakir could have caught it, but it sailed
0: wide right again. And-, and and even the funny thing is about that block is that he technically, he has his guy. He has his guy. What, what ends up happening, this is where you guys don't, probably don't get harshly enough graded. He has his guy, but he got backed up into his quarterback.
1: That's pressure that affected the quarterback right there.
0: Yes. Yeah, went went right into him. And that's you know, Cody says he missed a wide-open receiver. No. No. He <laughs> no. got hit right he there, Cody.
1: Hit. He got hit, Cody. Deion Dawkins, Cody, gave up a hit. And it was the slightest nudge. It was. Doesn't matter. And his arm went far right, and the ball sailed right on Shakir in the end zone. That wasn't on him, Cody. I I would suggest, my brethren, you go back and look at that play. He threw it to the open gap
0: right there. DK Fan Over Fist says the B, the Bills need to dump digs. <laughs> There'll be exactly thirty one teams waiting when they do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the funny thing too is we get angry with somebody or we get disappointed or. Or something, and we think, he, oh, that you got to get rid of that guy. got to get rid of that guy. And then you realize, oh, wait a second. What happens if we yeah. do get rid of that guy?
1: Uh, Cody said he must have missed that one. That's fair. Uh, again, yeah. and it wasn't just that one. But Chad also brings up the fake punt to DeMar. You
0: that, know, to say that we didn't see it coming would be an understatement. But it also, <laughs> I mean, my goodness. You know, Demar hasn't been. God bless him. Okay, as if God hasn't already blessed him. Yeah, he's he's had a good uh, bit. It, it, he he hasn't been on the football field all that much. No, and you put your entire. This is this is one of those when it when a gimmick play works. Yeah, everyone thinks you're we're a genius. Okay, I happened to catch uh, somehow just ran across the video highlight of the of Boswell's Chris Boswell's touchdown pass to. Alejandro Villanueva, and there was a number 73 jumping into the end zone. I had never saw that vertical out of you before, Moan. That was right there. And then the camera cuts to Ben Roethlisberger on the sideline, and Ben is smiling and whooping it up and everything. You know what happens if that play doesn't work, right? hey, somebody's getting talked bad to, okay? And somebody's showing Ben on the sideline for a different reason. They're saying, wait, you had this guy? Yeah, you had this guy on the sideline here, and you chose to go with your kicker and yeah. your your tight end, former yes.
1: tight end. <laughs> yes, man. Um, very fascinating breakdown over the weekend, though. But I will say, um, there's a lot that that has to be done this offseason. I say a lot, but it's really not a ton like other teams like having to rebuild. I don't think Pittsburgh's in a rebuild when we and we started this discussion by saying Pittsburgh roster just just isn't there. Whether that be personnel, injuries, or age. Is that okay to say personnel, injury, or age when I say those things? I'm not saying it's not a good roster when I look at what Pittsburgh is this year as compared to what they're competing against. If I ask you guys, uh, with the exception of a few positions, Minkas, TJ, Cam's. Of course, we know the known guys that you love to have. But if I ask you, is Pittsburgh roster better this year than San Fran? You probably say no. Baltimore? No. Uh, who else? Detroit? No. Not this year. They got a steadier yeah. quarterback than we have. And my fourth team is um, Kansas City. No. It's okay to say that as a, as a as a Steelers fan right now with knowing that, look, we either had injuries in abundance, youth or just the personnel and certain positions just wasn't together, DK?
0: is that simple to me this year. There's, uh, there's a lot to discuss here. There's a lot of hey, Moan coming up here. It's the only segment I've just been informed here. The only segment that in fact matters. Did you know that, Moan?
1: And that's hey, Moan, DK. Let's mm-hmm. do this thing. Mm-hmm.
0: John says the only Buffalo that doesn't disappoint in the end is a basket of (laughs) Buffalo wings. That city, um, the, they have two franchises and their other one hasn't had any more success than the bills have. The Sabres were in a Stanley cup final thought they had a thought they had it one game, uh, in, in one series against Dallas, illegal goal, all kinds of controversy, same, same sort of scenario, people freaking out at the league or their destiny or their fate or whatever it is that they have. And that's, that's, uh, that's tough. But I also saw online and you must, you can almost always find one of these videos of somebody disrespecting the towel. Yeah. In the, in the snow game last week, there's a video of a guy doing some bad things to the towel. I saw it.
1: Learn when they gonna learn DK learn. when they gonna learn man I-, I saw a quick comment go ahead
0: it's not worth it I- I'm still stuck on learn okay <laughs> it's just you-, you don't get anything for it <laughs> you, you know you just cause yourself pain the dude from the Jaguars who wiped his rear end with the towel uh, at Akersure Stadium on his way yeah. off the field what'd you get out of that pain <laughs>
1: a loss <laughs> pain yeah. losing the AFC South—that's what happened, DK. Short-term gain,
0: long-term pain. Pain. Yes, man. James uh, wants to know: Hey, Moan, who would you want as the new OC? Man, it's
1: a few guys that are out there. There are one comes to mind to me, and y'all might, you know, silt your head at it a little bit, but that's Thomas Brown. Uh, he is was this year. He was interim OC for. Um, interim OC for the Panthers. He was also on the Super Bowl championship team with the Rams. Has the ability to call plays, has called plays at the college level and at the NFL level, too. What happened in Carolina this year was a full-fledged crap show. Ain't no From other way around the it. the
0: top. Down. From the top. That's yes. When you're, when you're talking about an owner who's dumping a drink on somebody's – Oh, my gosh. Some, somebody's fan's head's – because he doesn't like what they're saying in their stadium. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the one I have in mind simply because I'm, I'm doing this this coaching search down here in Tennessee. Uh, he's the one to come to mind. That I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job this cycle, but as it stands right now, he doesn't have a job in Carolina to my understanding. So I could see him being a guy that you reach out to that's young, innovative, have respect. I think in Miami during his play calling, he had – I think they averaged about 30 points a game. And I know this is college, but he also operated in the L.A. Rams offense also. So he has play call, and knowledge in the NFL, too.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Mr. That's a name C to CJ Jr. wants to know why. CJ Jr. says, why is uh, Byron Leftwich not being considered? He didn't work at all this past year. That's not a great thing, is it, Moan? You know what? Also, you do have to get back in the fold. That's what the I The worst mean.
1: coach is a coach not working. And, and and that's why you're seeing a guy like David Shaw, who was a coach at Stanford, make his rounds. Leslie Frazier also made his rounds this cycle with the coaching searchers. Probably he needs to get on somebody's roster as far as left, which is concerned, whether that be quality control guy, passing coordinator or something like that, just to build that resume back up. Because here's the other thing behind it. That whole crew in Tampa is going to have a little bit of a little bit of a stench to it. That's because of Bruce Arians was there, and that's also because of Tom Brady was there. Nobody's ever going to want to believe that Byron left was just calling plays in a Super Bowl winning season, or they won't want to give him credit because of Tom Brady
0: and Bruce Arians. Is that fair? I mean, not going to lie here, Moan. If I've got Brady at quarterback and Bruce on my sideline, I don't want anybody else involved.
1: Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Just saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You no, know? I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways to 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 look at this this kind of search. I think a lot of it's going to be people looking at familiar names. That's the way this stuff tends to go. It is, uh, especially, and when I say that, I mean familiar to the Steelers. That doesn't sound like what this will be. This sounds like a very different type of search nova says i i I, I don't see a good coordinator coming here with tomlin micromanaging them would tomlin micromanage the offense mode have you ever heard of tomlin micromanaging anybody uh i mean the defense he just manages
1: he has his hands on it right micromanaging all over it no the the plan is set by coach You, you talk yeah coach LeBeau set the plan coach butt set the plan did he have an influence yes you know who else has influence on play calling other 32 coaches in the nfl Hmm. that's just the way it goes especially if a guy has a background in it but the offense offense no
0: yeah i mean when when you're a head coach you're not first of all you're not really micromanaging anything you're just the head coach facilitator okay you're the last set of ears yeah that these plays go through and you're the one who can say yes or no to literally every single play. That's the process. That's not micromanaging.
1: And so here's the thing, too, Nova, is this. In, in those moments, the coach can highly suggest something. The same way that we all was ecstatic, were ecstatic, whenever Mike Tomlin can't in the Seattle game, say, hey, don't live in your fears. Get a rhythm throw and get us this first down. Get us out of here. Those are the type of things that the coaches will suggest. Like we've had games where we were struggling or stretches where we were struggling in the run game, even with Munch. Hey, fellas, whatever y'all got to do, figure this thing out. And we put an emphasis on making sure we set the line of scrimmage and ran the ball more. Now, that right there isn't micromanaging. That is a coach with experience telling you, hey, I know you guys can run the bleeping ball. Take care of it and run the bleeping ball. You know, like, so that ain't micromanaging to me. Uh, I think you got an opportunity if you look at the talent that could be on this squad offensively. Most OCs, if they're not
0: happy or play callers, would love to have this squad. I'll forever say that. C-Note says Omar Khan killed his first draft. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely had a rock star first draft.
1: I'll say that. I do. So far, really good squad. Yes, and that is not to be denied. Almost every single person contributed, which is rare in today's NFL. They made plays, which is rare in today's NFL. You got an opportunity to somewhat set some cornerstone pieces for the future with this 2023 draft class. Yes,
0: I think he had a real good job this year. And the nice thing about that assessment is that arguably we've not even seen close to the best of the guy who was taken first, meaning Broderick Jones has a lot of growing up, maturing, and this was all baby to the bathwater, really, for him, if you think about it. Uh, Actually, I just totally mangled that baby to the bathwater. What did I actually want to say there? (laughs) I don't know, DK. I don't know that one baby into the frying pan no don't put the baby no, in the don't frying don't pan do that, dk well, okay what what is what, what is it that i'm looking you? for here
1: man i ain't got no clue on that one dk
0: doing? Cla- <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing You're to this poor baby
1: i got one that's real good this guy was from last year right chris olicon olicon yeah Oladoken. Oladoken. hey ed ed don't live in this world you gotta also remember your team cut chris Okay, the, the quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, from last year, mm-hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles. There's so many backup players that got rings that NFL greats don't. Dan Marino uh, doesn't have a ring, but a lot of people tell you Trenton
0: Dilfer does. Fair? Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot. That that stuff gets – everybody wants one. It doesn't mean everybody gets one. It doesn't mean all of the greatest, greatest, greatest players get one. They just don't. Exactly.
1: That's the way it goes. And real quick, yeah, all I sports. wanted to uh, – interrupt this real quick and you already put it up there y'all hit that like button subscribe and send this pod to a friend okay like we 760 deep right now and we just now getting to this point come on y'all hit that like button while we're here all right back to the regular schedule program
0: that's a challenge it's like step up your game this is like one of those before the before the game huddles where you guys all kind of rally around each other so Somebody man. takes charge. Is it, that's pretty determined, right? Who who takes charge?
1: They, they don't want me taking charge of that one, DK, because it might get a little, you know, it won't be a, a, a family show anymore, DK, <laughs> is what I'm telling you, man. Hit that like button, good people. Y'all do the right thing.
0: Trucker James comes in with a $10 contribution and says, Hey, Moan, it seems like every time our season ends, it's because our defense was all banged up. Are we cursed, or is there something we could be doing to ensure our defense is healthy come playoff time? Stay
1: on the field longer offensively. That was you got to remember. That was a storyline earlier this year. The defense saved this Don't team. We, say it. Don't we, say we it. We were ten and seven because mostly of the defense. That's why they get beat to a pulp. You look at the teams that 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 are good right now. Their defense stay on the sideline, or they at least share responsibility or making sure that each side is rested. Our defense hasn't been rested for a very long time. That's because of the operation of the offense, whether that be quarterback play, play calling. You fired your OC, trucker.
0: It's on you now, DK. All right, here it goes. Go ahead. I've been doing some reporting of late about players who are in favor of having Mason Rudolph as their starter. Look at you. Next season. Okay. 99.9999999% of the time that I'll report something like that, as Moan can attest, it'll be on the same side of the football. Offensive players don't comment on the defense. Defensive players don't comment on the offense. Am I wrong, Moan? That's about right, DK, unless we're talking about the team. The team. And when it comes to the team, a couple of the more vocal veterans about this, about wanting Rudolph to be the quarterback, have been defensive guys. Why? (laughs) Because of exactly what you just brought up, James. They felt like they were out there for 70, 80 snaps early in the season. And it wore them down. It beat them down. It knocked guys out of the lineup for the entire season. All of your inside linebackers, except for half of Elend and Roberts, were left by the end. All of your safeties were gone until the very end. And by the time they came back, they were so rusty, you'd wish that they didn't come back. Meaning, of course, Minka Fitzpatrick and DeMonte Casey. Uh, well, Casey was a suspension, but Minka, Minka was different. And Minka yeah. was out. Minka was hurt multiple times. They were on the field way too much over a 17-game schedule. That can't happen. The pace at which the Steelers' offense played over those last four games, all four of them, including Buffalo, was a much healthier pace, underscoring the word healthier. That's all I have on that subject. This is me slinking away now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the the best defense is the one that's on the
1: sideline to your yeah. same point, though, Trucker. Every the, time. The, <laughs> re, do a recap of the season. You'll see how much that defense was out there. And there was times when we were growing up, I used to apologize to Cam now. DK? Did you? Hey, man, I'm sorry. Hey, you guys, y'all saved us. I'm sorry. Like, this is just because that's the team. But also, you feel that pressure of holding on to the ball. And when you get three and outs, three and outs, man, it doesn't cause a division between the team. It doesn't divide the
0: team. But there's... It's an impact. There's a correlation. Big brother's watching. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. yeah. And, they, and they know. And when they've seen enough, when they've had enough, and they did, uh, they're part of the group that, that speaks up. Rudy says, hey, Moan, do you think Mason Rudolph wants to come back to Pittsburgh? You'll get that answer on this podcast real soon.
1: And, and oh, Here's the other thing. Wait, no, yeah, wait, was wait, 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 yeah, wait, yeah. wait. What did you just say? Yeah, yeah it's, it's two things that's got to happen. Two quarterbacks will have to be on this pod real soon, and that's Ben and that's Mason. Okay, uh, I did get confirmation. Uh, Mason's ready right now, okay? Just so you guys know, and he will be delivering on that too. Um, but here's the thing. I can't. I can't negotiate for Mason is what I'm going to tell you. Mason has to play this down the middle. If Pittsburgh shows interest and if Mason shows interest, you know what that does financially? Counsels other people out. Mason needs one more bidder. okay, for his sake, because, again, he was talking about selling commercial real estate. He can't come on here and say, yes, I'm going to be a stealer because then you lowball his price. Now, you know what you're probably thinking. Well, he should be thankful for this. No, Mason worked for this to create a market for himself. But here's the other thing, too. You got Baker Mayfield that's in it. You got Kirk that's in it. You got Russell who's in it. You got Mason Rudolph and a plethora of other young quarterbacks around the league searching for jobs. Where Mason falls as far as team need versus uh, his free agency price, who knows. But on here, we will not minimize his market by saying Mason dropped on a Ramon Foster podcast or Ramon Foster show that he
0: only wants to be in Pittsburgh. So um, there's interest. Yeah, there's 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 nothing, nothing, nothing at all for him to gain uh, from doing that. And as, as 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 further evidence of that, now as you, we're trying to save my baby analogy here. And it's, it's not gonna <laughs> happen. It, there, it, it's not it's not there to be rescued. Uh, I did ask Mason in Buffalo a few days ago exactly that question. This was his answer. So that, Would you be willing to come back? Um, I
1: love the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've been mm-hmm. my only home for six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll see what happens. Like I said, it's not really my decision. It's a law that's out of my control. We'll see what happens.
0: That's what you're going to get. <laughs> I mean, he he can love you to death, but that's what you're going to get. <laughs>
1: yeah. And Now, what well, he texts me in, in, on the side, he trusts me with that. So I can't divulge that no matter what, but... Uh, fascinating. Speaking of, of, coming back, DK, if you have something, then if you don't have something, I do on this one. You ready for it? Go ahead. Uh, from being Cohen. That sounds like an official name right there with the long. Hey, Mon, too. Hey, mom. I had, a, I'm going through puberty or something. But how,
0: how was that? Was that? <laughs> hear that? It is Scream. in fact, Monday, Day, everybody. <laughs> it
1: is Monday. Day. He is a
0: case of the Moan Days. Uh,
1: but his question is, do you, do you really think we need to draft another tackle? I'm of the opinion that we let mm. Chooks and Dan more battle it out for a right tackle. Uh, Do I really think – I'll say this. You draft until you get it right. Chooks has already been paid. You don't have to pay Dan. My, my thing is this. You don't have to get rid of either one of them, but how comfortable do you guys feel? If Chooks has already been benched and Dan is reluctant to play right tackle also, what do you make of it? Do you think the quality is going to be good? If Dan's over there, or do you think Hoops learned his lesson that he needs to be back at right tackle? Do I think we need to? I don't know what Omar's mindset is and what Dan Moore is willing to submit himself to. If that's the guy that we think is going to be there, Dan has to really submit himself and commit to himself to playing right tackle. If playing he it t- for good. He's, playing- he's at that age. He's yes. at that age. Yes, DK. So I don't know what his exit meeting was with Coach Tomlin and the position coach, but if he doesn't commit to it, yes, go find another. Because everybody mostly in this chat was out on chooks anyway.
0: Well, so was the head coach, most importantly. And that makes me wonder too, if any of this ends up becoming related to the salary cap, can you afford to have an eight million dollar right tackle on your sideline? That's a no. Okay. Because if you're talking about if you're talking about as we all are, all these needs for all these inside linebackers and and all these other positions, especially on the defensive side, uh, one thing I really hope we, we squash from our whole system uh, over, this, over this coming offseason, Moan, is this idea that the defense is so much higher paid. Should we not be paying the defense as much? The only reason the defense is higher paid is because you're not paying a quarterback. That's it. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else to it. That's not a. You still have to put the money where it needs to go. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do.
1: And, and and if guys warrant that type of pay on the offensive side of it, give it to them. They've never had an issue with it. We got to think we have one of the more paid offensive lines in the entire NFL. So they're not ashamed to do it, but you don't have the franchise guy that's holding up 19% of the cap right now.
0: Yeah, that's it. By the way, we had, uh, we didn't have a chance to put them up, but we had a couple people point out in our lengthy discussion on the Buffalo Bills, uh, be careful who you predict dynasties for okay Ooh. or who you think is going to be around for a long time two reasons i say that one is that the bills are projected to be 43 million dollars 49 the cap. 49 sorry yeah. 49 million dollars over the cap in 2024 now you can restructure josh allen into oblivion and you're still not getting that okay and never mind other issues that they have to tackle now and uh, notably, what you know? What do you do with how do you react to Stefan Diggs' issue and so forth? Uh, the other thing is, remember when the Bengals were supposed to run the North for a decade straight? What place Burrow? were they in? Yeah, I know what place they were in. I, I can't see that far down right now, Moan, but <laughs> uh, with Joe Burrow and all of those receivers and everything else, that stuff, it always evens out. There are rare, rare cases Like the Patriots and then of late, of course, the Chiefs uh, with now six straight AFC championship games. But don't ever think, oh, no, that's it. We'll never get through that team.
1: But if we're talking about the business, hold up real quick on Mark, too. Mark is more capable of playing the right guard. No, I don't think so. His bodies and technique, I don't think, can fit a right guard. Plus, he's changing meant Maybe he
0: meant right tackle. Or no, maybe he – no, because – You meant right why, guard. We talked about tackle already. Yeah, because I don't – because James Daniels no. is over there. I don't know what – oh, because you want to move Daniels to center.
1: Uh, uh, another thing, too, that you were just saying about the cap and pushing money and stuff like that, though, too. Kansas City is in a position where they may lose Chris Jones. Also, you have a cap the way you do with Kansas City. Also, DK, it's easier to keep it together and pay those bills if you go to six straight AFC championship yeah. games. Yeah, you can. It's a that. lot easier, ain't it?
0: Yeah, you can do all that. It's a lot easier so to you live. You have a with really that. easy time. You know, not everybody has to take the Rams approach to this. Right. But you have a really easy time mortgaging your future if you're if you're in that mindset or or you're saying, "All right, listen, we have a real chance of of getting to the Super Bowl." Or like you said, we're getting really close on a annual basis you have no problem giving up future draft picks and everything else because you never know when you'll have a chance you never know you know um mr cj jr says burrow is getting bangled well burrow's been hurt (laughs) you know and that of course will bring up stuff about how brittle one that matters
1: though dk i don't Mm want to i don't want to discount it the one year that he was in though they made it to the afc championship game i got
0: no to the super bowl they made it in. We're going to take a couple more questions today. This one's a uh, – this one – oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I actually meant to hit the one above it here. Now everyone's going to think I picked that one on purpose.
1: <laughs> um, That's good,
0: DK. That is not making a Demon mockery. Demond Brown says Joey Porter Jr. needs to get in the weight room in the offseason. He had a great rookie season, but he also got – Tossed around like a loose woman. Jeez, Demond, come on, man! It's 2024 <laughs> did, now.
1: Did you go to Atlanta in the 90s? Cuz stop,
0: okay. Wow, <laughs> what do we got going on here, um, Demond? I can tell you that Joey Porter Jr.'s physique does not lend itself to bulking up. His greatest single strength as an NFL player does not lend itself to bulking up worry about his coverage and i mean that in a good way not whether or not he can get tossed around or whatever there's a there's an elite skill that he's got that is really really valuable to your defense and it's way more valuable than whether or not somebody will ragdoll him once in a while yeah Am I right? Tell me if I'm- no. You're 100 percent right. His skill is
1: coverage. His skill is being a blanket. His skill is knowing how to have an eye for the ball, man. So him getting tossed around. Here's the thing: when you need him to make a tackle, you want him to make the tackle. To everybody else, show up to have Joey Porter Jr. out here like he's Kyle Hamilton. Put that pipe dream away. Uh, we're talking about two totally different body types here and mindsets. Okay. DeMond
0: is hilarious, okay? Yeah, he's, he's got something going today. Uh, Drew brings us to a, to a conclusion here for the questioning, the Hey Mone segment. It says, DK Moan, thoughts on the Steelers interviewing Zach Robinson from the Rams? He is allegedly close to Mason Rudolph. Uh, I would have to do some research on that. This is something that popped up just as yeah. we, we, we began the show here. Uh, but this is – would you see that? – let's put it this way. Here's, here's a thing we can comment on freely here could you see the Steelers looking for coordinators that might fit their quarterback or quarterbacks do you follow me
1: no here's the thing they got to go find the guy that fit their skill positions you can't coach an entire team based off what you think one guy is going to do. You got to fit an offensive scheme into what those players individually do. That's what a guy like Zach Robinson, who's 37 years old, I'm looking him up quickly right now, should be capable of, DK. That's what I'm I'm asking for of whoever's going to come in. The line has his deficiencies. Can you cover that up? I don't think we saw Matt Canada <laughs> I don't think we saw Matt Canada. Yes, Mr. Shia, y'all are hilarious in here talking about the freak Nick, okay? Uh, I don't think we saw Matt Canada at any point in time cover up the offensive line deficiencies. I I think we saw a little bit of it from Coach Sullivan and Coach Faulkner, but all in all, those are the things that I'm looking for out of the next guy, understanding what your talent is and not trying to force a square into a round circle, right? I'm not looking for that
0: guy anymore, man. Uh, Rochelle just showed up. See, she can do that. See, we can say, "Hey, that's it." Last question for the day. But see, Rochelle is like that person who who comes knocking on the store door five minutes after close, and you go, "Hey, no, we're open for you."
1: <laughs> it does. Look at these comments from this man. Y'all wrong for talking about the freaking Nick, no. Demond said a loose woman, man. Like, what we got going on here, man? Demond, grow up.
0: Uh, I don't I actually don't even know what anybody's discussing here. Like I don't get it at all.
1: You have you ever heard of the uh entertainer rapper Uncle Luke? No. You never heard of Uncle Luke? No. Oh me, oh my. Okay, okay. That's almost like one of those dog dog things. Like it's it's one of those types of things. there, you your computer need to get a mind of its own because yours clearly doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys. What? <laughs> it's always there. I always have to duck for it too. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah, man. Like, I have to duck underneath it. You know I, what's crazy? Oh my god! Have you seen? Have you seen? Speaking of backward ball caps whatever, have you seen the meme of uh, Eminem and the three guys showing yeah. up in, in the total ghetto mobile to the eight NFC mile. Championship? In eight Mile. Oh God! I can't tell you how hard I laughed at that. <laughs> That's I love awful. I love what the Lions are doing. I love what the city of Detroit is doing, and I really love what Eminem is doing. Yeah, with with this whole thing, it's it's just brilliant. They
1: stayed down till he came up, man. You gotta love this with Detroit. You do, man. I
0: mean, for Lions fans, I mean, Detroit's had some other sporting successes in in recent history, but it's. There's the Lions are something different, you know. Other than Barry Sanders being good on Thanksgiving's, they've never won a damn thing. (laughs) They have and they usually didn't win those games. Megatron.
1: Megatron.
0: They've had players. They've had players. They've had players. They haven't won. They haven't won anything. Massive, massive difference.
1: You know what's so fascinating is we're about to be back in a second. I'll I'll say it after this break, DK. My bad, my bad. (laughs) Y'all are something else, man. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. I take way too much abuse on this show. You know what gets them going more than anything? Uh, This kid, non football
0: issues, DK, every time
1: we bring up something side off the side, man, they will just run with it, man. I love that.
0: No, Chad's taking this too far. Everybody's taking it too far. Mark Cunningham says, I don't even want (laughs) to know. It
1: was an era. I didn't live through it. I just heard about it. Also, uh,
0: hilarious that that got you guys going on
1: a Monday. That's why you come
0: here. Uh, Richard's trying to trying to make me cool. That has no chance of happening. Michael Walker correctly points out that the Red Wings brought the city of Detroit a, a fair amount of glory. Uh, it's okay. been a while for the Wings, though. It's been about a decade and a half since they've even been a regular participant in the playoffs. So Detroit is is really, really feeling it. Dan Campbell reminds Mark of of bill Cower, i i could see some of that i think campbell's got maybe even more of that over the top everything seems like it's the biggest deal in the world to him you know
1: yeah i'm listening but i promise you we got the best explanation ever for what it was dk let's have it patrick mason <laughs> I, i'm done with y'all after today okay he says dk oh no Take the Playboy Magic, mix it with Mardi Gras, and put it on the streets of Atlanta.
0: Okay, then. <laughs> and I'm going to assume you're referring to the streets of Atlanta where I accidentally booked my hotel for the Steelers-Falcons preseason game a couple of months ago. Uh, those were some some streets. Yeah. <laughs> Those were some streets like even the nails in the wig shops were closed, like permanently closed, like boarded up. Oh my gosh, hey, that
1: was a great way to summarize what I heard. It was like, man, goodness gracious, it's like a still a Steelers Super Bowl parade, too. No, it's not. Uh, heck no, I don't think they could ever bring that back, Rochelle. <laughs> <I don't...
0: laughs> Don't start tempting my, my wife here to start coming up with more things to hang. What is this? I'll show up with beads next Monday. I know.
1: I know, man. Golly. Oh, that is good right there. That is so good, man. I appreciate yeah. y'all. Again, hit that like button and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend also. Uh, we got up to, we were sitting at low, a uh, lowly 20 likes, man. We're over 339 right now, DK. I'll
0: take that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go throw a baby into either a frying pan or some bath water here, if you don't mind. <laughs> no doubt,
1: no doubt, man. Tomorrow we shall reconvene. We'll see what else uh, we can dig up about these offensive coordinators. Also,
0: we will. And hey, subscribe to the channel. This is this is a thing here. We need to get to thirty thousand here. We were hoping right. to do that by the end of January. Yeah, and. We're, There's a chance we can do it. We need another 1,000. We can pull that off. If everybody who was watching right now went and did it, uh, we'd be there. We'd be really, really close. It would be light work right there too, man. Yeah. So we'll see everybody tomorrow then, right?
1: Yeah, we will, man. Good people. Peace out. Okay,
0: bye-bye.